This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Bienvenidos a Sobre Nuestro Macabro Podcast. Yo soy Dee. Yo soy Ali. Y hoy Ali les contará de un caso que sucedió en Cataño, Puerto Rico. Una orden de protección o de restricción para un agresor no es suficiente para pararlo o pararla. Ellos o ellas buscan la forma de hostigar, molestar, hasta el punto de cometer un crimen con tal de salirse con la suya. Un papel no es suficiente para proteger a la víctima, ni tratar de moverse fuera del país y empezar una vida nueva es suficiente para que el agresor los deje o las deje en paz. Yesmarie trató de hacer todo lo posible para alejarse de su expareja, pero desafortunadamente no fue lo suficiente en los ojos de su agresor. Este es el caso de Yesmarie Rivera Santiago. Advertencia, la información de este caso puede ser desencadenante para algunos. Tenga en cuenta que algunos de estos casos pueden involucrar menores de edad, abuso, violación o violencia. Escuchen con precaución. Warning. The information on this case can be triggering to some. Please be advised that some of these cases may involve children, abuse, rape, and violence. Listen with caution. aquí y ella no está y sentimos el vacío de, de la compañera porque es muy buena compañera se preocupaba por todo el mundo sí muy comprometida me mata una mujer pero tú vivirla verla con tus propios ojos y no poder hacer nada llamar a la policía y que no te contesten y que no lleguen como se supone que lleguen rápido o sea, uno siente una impotencia Yesmarie Rivera Santiago, de 28 años, fue pareja de Jorge Rosado Colón cuando vivían en Oklahoma. Yesmarie decidió regresar a Puerto Rico después de un incidente de violencia doméstica que sucedió hace tres años. Como este caso aún está bajo investigación, información aún seguirá entrando. Entonces, no se sabe cuánto tiempo llevaba Yesmarie en Puerto Rico después de ese incidente. Lo que sí se sabe es que en el año 2022, Jorge va a Puerto Rico y ahí hubo otro incidente de violencia doméstica. Y aquí fue donde a Yesmarie, ella puso un reporte y se le dio una orden de protección donde se le prohíbe a, al agresor acercarse, comunicarse con la víctima, amenazar o molestarla en cualquier forma. So this was given in 2022, and the date to expire was 2024. Okay, so two years. So it was two years, yeah. 
Aún no se sabe cuándo llegó Jorge a Puerto Rico, pero apparently he would travel back and forth from Oklahoma to Puerto Rico. Al principio, cuando sucedió este crimen, se había dicho que Jess Marie entró al supermercado Los Gemelos, que está localizado en Cucharilla, en el barrio Palma de Cataño, pidiendo ayuda porque su ex marido la estaba persiguiendo. Pero, basado en el reporte de un testigo que estuvo adentro del supermercado Los Gemelos, esa mañana del 9 de mayo. So this just happened like two weeks ago. Yesmarie, dijeron que Yesmarie estaba de compras en este supermercado cuando reconoció un carro que se acercaba. Yesmarie se da cuenta que es su ex marido y les cuenta a los de adentro de la situación. No explicaron lo que sucedió después, pero me imagino que Yesmarie sale porque la reportera dice que basado a lo que los testigos dijeron, Yesmarie y Jorge entran al supermercado, empiezan a discutir por varios minutos, Jorge la empuja contra objetos dentro de la tienda. Salen de la tienda y ahí es cuando Jorge le dispara a Yesmarie. Oh, wow. Le so, like, right un... in public. Oh, yeah, right on the street. Le dio un solo balazo en la cabeza. Ella murió en el instante. Jorge entra de regreso a la, a la tienda para esconderse. Cuando escucha las sirenas de la policía, él se da un disparo. Oh, wow. Yeah. Aún no está claro cuándo se llamó a la policía porque la testigo dijo que cuando ella miró que Jorge traía una pistola, ella llamó a la policía. Basado en este testimonio, ella dijo que la policía duró 40 minutos en llegar. Oh, my God. Yeah. Jorge es un ex militar. Y Jaylene, quien es la hermana de Jess Marie, dijo que él tenía problemas psicológicos. Jess Marie llevaba días sintiendo que alguien la estaba persiguiendo. Dos semanas antes del crimen, Jess Marie le avisa a su hermana, Jaylene, que Jorge estaba en Puerto Rico porque ella había visto el carro de él. Wow. Ya. Yeah. El lunes 8 de mayo, so un día antes de ser asesinada, ella ve el carro de Jorge estacionado cerca de su trabajo. Y le avisa a su hermana, like, hey, mire el carro, mire el carro de Jorge aquí cerca de mi trabajo. And her sister encourages her to talk to her supervisor at work to review the cameras. Yesmari había dicho que en las cámaras sí se miró el carro de Jorge. Oh, wow. Y que pasó tres veces. So he was just like stalking her at her job. But it, they, she just saw the car. Yeah, she saw... It was the car, the only, only the car that she saw. She from And that's important because that's going to come into play later, unfortunately. Pero por lo que dicen es que ella había visto el carro. Yeah. Pero que era el carro exacto que, que ella sabía que era de él. Yeah, so she knew that the car belonged to him, but... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she hadn't seen him. So, the reason why I bring that up is because there are two different versions of what happened next. One from Jess Marie's family based on what she told them, 
and another from what the authorities reported. Jesmarie dijo que el 8 de mayo, ella cuando habló con su hermana y le dijo que había visto el carro, ella fue con las autoridades esa noche para levantar una denuncia. Se dice que ella llevaba una copia de la orden de protección en su celular. So she didn't have the actual physical copy, but she, so she had, had a copy, yeah. Her phone. Yeah, on her phone. Ella habló con el agente que estaba en el cuartel y le dijo que ella sabía que su ex marido la estaba persiguiendo. This is important because in this report, from what the family de Jesmari dijo, ella había reportado que le dijo al, a la autoridad que ella sabía que era su ex marido. Yeah. Okay. Este agente llamó a la unidad de violencia doméstica y dijeron que Jesmarie tenía que ir a la fiscalía a levantar un reporte. Jaylin dice que su hermana decidió irse a su casa mejor. Yeah. Y que ella le recomendó a Jesmarie que fuera a la fiscalía, pero Jesmarie dijo que ya estaba cansada con todo el proceso. Unfortunately, I feel like in order to press charges or press like a, a restraining order, it has like many steps. And it's just like, why can't you just believe what I'm saying? Like, I have proof that like he's already been stalking me. Why do I have to go from one office to the next to the next in order to file a report? You got tired of it. Yeah, of course. Anybody mm -hmm. would. Pero de acuerdo a la coronel Margarita George, ella dijo que cuando Jesmarie fue ese lunes al cuartel, ella había... So this is the version of the authorities now. Yeah. So ella dijo que Jesmarie había reportado that she believed she had seen el carro de su expareja frente a su trabajo. So on this version, it was saying like, oh, she thinks, Quote she unquote. believes. Yeah. Exactly. And the version que dio um, la familia de Jesmarie dijeron que ella entró ahí y dijo, me That está is... persiguiendo. Yeah. So it's like kind of like a he said, she said kind of situation. And it sucks because based in the court of law, it's like it, it kind of it's a mis it's a it's a tricky subject, especially because the witness isn't alive anymore. And it's what the family heard for her her say. And yeah. then the, mm -hmm. the authorities, on the other hand, have the record, quote unquote, that she said that she thinks she Believed. saw him. Yeah, she thinks. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. <sighs> so in this, in this, what they're reporting here, it's it, it seems like Jesmari wasn't too sure yeah. that it was him. She just thought she saw him. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. So because of this, the authorities were limited on what they could do, mm -hmm. because if this wasn't true and they would imprison him, it would be violating his rights. Yeah, because it's a, it's, it's based on a, a theory. It's not concrete evidence, but it, it was him. Mm -hmm. Based on the information that was given to George from her agents, Jesmarie did not have the order of protection with her. So she needed the, the physical, like the physical copy of it? Well, Well, see, the thing is, on this one, dice que ella no tenía, yeah. que no les había enseñado la orden. Yeah, but she had all. a photo like, of it. 
according well, to family. Well, that's what she, according to family, yeah. But on this oh one, they're God. saying that she didn't show anything. This is, this is stupid. I know. Because I, a, a part of me feels like, like the, the, the authorities want to cover their bases and say, she didn't show us anything. She said she thought she saw her, her, her ex-husband, uh, you know, stalking her. Instead of like coming up front and say, yeah, we fucked up. Like we saw the paperwork or we didn't pay attention or something. It's like they're trying to blame the victim for not being prepared or for thinking that her her ex-husband was like stalking her instead of actually believing in her and looking at her paperwork and, you know, not making it more difficult than it already is to process a restraining order. Cuando la gente llamó a la unidad de violencia doméstica, remember again, I'm talking about what this... This is what the authorities reported. So cuando en esta situación, cuando la gente llamó a la unidad de violencia doméstica, ellos determinaron que Jorge no había violado la orden de protección, ya que no se había tratado de comunicar con Yesmari. There was no communication. He didn't try talking to her. No se bajó del carro. He didn't threaten her. He didn't get close to her. This is so stupid. So that's how they justify themselves. It's so stupid because I'm like, he's stalking her. He's like literally stalking her. Remember, she in their version she yes. said, "I think, think it's, it's him. him." Yeah, yeah. So, por eso la gente le dijo a Jesmarie que tenían que hablar con un fiscal para levantar una denuncia in order for this to be assessed further. Yeah. La coronel dijo que si Jesmarie hubiera dicho que estaba segura de que era su expareja. El arresto hubiera sucedido inmediatamente. Oh my God. Que para eso no tenía que ir con la fiscal. But like, Pero de acuerdo. Uh -huh. what, sorry, I, it's still frustrating to me to believe that this woman couldn't get a restraining order just because, even though she says she thinks she believes it's him or she knows and it's a him, restraining order and already. she already has a restraining order against him, yeah. it's like. How, like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, like, she's telling you this man is, like, stalking her and, like, you know, being violent towards her. Like, why don't you just give her the goddamn protection order? Like, what is stopping you from doing that? Pero de acuerdo a la coronel George, Jesmarino estaba segura de que era Jorge. Oh, bullshit. So this is just assumptions. Yeah. So that's why they couldn't, that's one of the reasons. Mm -hmm. So there's there's more. So la coronel George explicó que Jesmarie negó ir con la fiscal porque ella ya sabía lo que iba a suceder. Esto fue lo que la coronel George dijo. Jesmarie le dijo a la gente que ella no iba a someterse al proceso porque ya en otras ocasiones ella había pasado por el proceso. Como no tenía evidencia, no pasaba nada. Y dijo que eso era lo mismo que iba a pasar en esta ocasión. Y no se iba a someter al proceso. I don't know. I mean, Pero eso no es todo. Oh, crap. No. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. No, say what you were going to say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, the, the, to me, it's like, it's frustrating to believe that this woman is saying, oh, you know, that she didn't want to go through the process and stuff. It's like, 
she i mean of course like if she already has a paperwork that says that she has a restraining order against him and she knows it's him that's stalking her like like why is it so difficult for them to just give her a paper that says that this man has to stay away from her y también la cosa es como ya he dicho también la hermana de Yasmari dijo que ellos no pensaron que él iba a ser capaz de matarla, de asesinarla. Yeah. Que imaginan, se imaginan que en la cabeza de Yasmari ella no también nos imaginó que él iba a llegar a este punto. Yeah. No, of course. So it's, yeah. it's like her sister told her like instead of when when Yasmari decided to go home, su hermana le dijo like hey like no like like I get it, pero no vayas al trabajo mañana. Vete a la fiscalía, pon el reporte, like, just yeah. to be sure. Yeah. It, it's just, I think this shows just how broken and dysfunctional how the system is when it comes to protecting victims. Yeah. Because they report, I mean, this poor woman levant, se movió de Oklahoma en Estados Unidos a Puerto Rico. Yeah. She made a whole, whole move. Yeah. And to get away from this person, le pone, pone una, agarra una orden de protección. She's going to the authorities. Like she did everything she could, and that man is still after her. Like she knew, yeah. she knew in her. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Heart that she needed to be with her family, be close to them, be able to like live her it's life. Like sense of protection. Yeah. Yeah, and then for like the the authorities to just like dismiss her, like of course she's gonna feel like 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 she doesn't have the right to be protected against this man just because they you know. They want to put ifs and buts or whatever into the conversation. It's like, no, she, if she did, like, because moving to Puerto Rico is not an easy move, you know? You're moving, like, your whole life from where you lived in Oklahoma to Puerto Rico. Like, migrating to the U.S. from Puerto Rico is already a fucking challenge. Just imagine leaving the U.S. to go somewhere else. It's like, you already established a life over here. Like, now you have to go back home and establish a life there. And it's like, una hija de tres años. Oh my god. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just her trying to find a better life for her and her daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Pero como dije, eso no es todo. Um, la coronel reportó que Jess Marie se negó a dar cuando fue a ese lunes con las autoridades, que ella se negó a dar el nombre de Jorge cuando se le pidió la información. Oh my God. So, obviamente, sin esta información, ¿a quién iban a ir a buscar? Yeah. Right? Pero recuerden de lo que dijo la familia. Jess Marie les había, ella dijo que les había enseñado la orden. Yeah. If she was so worried about her safety, why would she keep his name? Yeah, it makes no sense. Exactly. It's like, why would she, pro report why would she protect exactly. somebody that's, like, trying to cause their harm? Exactly. They're, uh -huh. Yeah. Stupid. It doesn't make sense. La procuradora interina de las mujeres, Marilyn Bermúdez, dijo lo siguiente. Lo que se debía haber hecho era inmediatamente localizar a esta persona, 
contra quien había una orden de protección y ponerlo bajo custodia en lo que este caso se presentaba a las autoridades y se realizaban las debidas denuncias. A la coronel George en este reporte se le preguntó si se le había dado algún tipo de ayuda a Yesmarie. Uh -huh. Por ejemplo, ser llevada por una policía a su casa, like being escorted. Yeah. Um, o ir, um, se le ofreció llevarla a la fiscalía. Yeah. Y George dijo que Yesmarie se negó. Of course they're gonna say that. Of course they're gonna, they're, they're trying to save their asses. Like, to me it's like, it, it's, how can a person who's so terrified, who is trying to put a, a restraining order, who's scared of her ex-husband, who moved out of the country she was living in to go back to her, her homeland, go to the, to the authorities and place another restraining order? Like, why would she not say his name negar que quiere like any sort of like protection like protection negar de que quiere ir a la fiscalía está negando todas esas oportunidades to make it easier for her to like file this whole process like why would it be so why would she say no to all of these things if she was so terrified of this man exactly it makes no sense recuerdan lo que la testigo dijo que habían pasado como 40 minutos para que las autoridades llegaran. Uh -huh. La coronel George dijo que han investigado las llamadas que se hicieron y basado en las llamadas, el, el horario que recibieron las llamadas y cuando ya llegaron a la escena de crimen, no pasaron más de 15 minutos. Bullshit. The lady was there. How would she be lying if she was there? This is so frustrating. Uh -huh. I did see one news outlet that was present at the crime scene and it was very difficult to watch, um, to listen, even to watch the reporter talk because ellos, ellos llegan cuando están las autoridades, cuando todos están ahí. Mm -hmm. So they're there live doing yeah. this report. And in the it was so hard because I'm trying, I was really trying just to focus on the reporter because in the background, You can see Jesmarie's lifeless body no in way. the middle of the street. Oh my God, no. Yeah. I was trying so hard to just, I didn't even look, like when I noticed that, I didn't even want to look at the video. I just like opened up another tab. Like I just like, yeah, like I don't know if I open another tab or if I just turn my screen the other side or and just heard the audio because I, I just couldn't watch her just lay there. No, of course in the street. I don't know how long she was there for. No era como que le pusieron una, like a blanket. Or like to um, cover her had, body. Yeah. No, no, you wow. can see her. Oh, no. Es una comunión de, hay gente, es un, está en el supermercado, so it's a busy area active, here. like busy area. They're, they're like interviewing the, like the, the neighbors in the community during this time too and they were all like shocked they're like escuchamos un disparo nos escondimos and everyone whoever passed by there could see her body there that's horrible I don't know if they were like waiting for forensics to arrive to cover yeah. her body because I know they don't want to be you know 
moving anything around, I'm imagining. Yeah, for like um, evidence or, yeah. For evidence, exactly. So, están, so se mira el carro de Jess Marie estacionado y al, hacia el otro lado de la calle está el carro de Jorge estacionado y en medio de los dos carros está el cuerpo de ella. Oh, wow. Just face down. And I'm assuming it's like investigators or the authorities around. So yeah. they're around just standing there. That is horrible. And this reporter is talking about it and just her being back there, it just, it was so heartbreaking to see her. I just, I had to take my eyes away from it because I was like, no, this is, this is not okay. I can only imagine. I mean, for me to think about that scene in a, 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 a an interview, it's almost like a sense of disrespect for her. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. aparte de que la, like, antes de que saliera todo esto de, de, de you know, the authorities basically mm -hmm. bullshitting it away, the fact that they didn't cover her body when there was, like, officers around and stuff. Were they, sorry, let me double check. There were officers, right? Well, I'm imagining getting off. I really can't remember. Like, I don't remember what they were wearing, but they were, like, se miraban que eran, like, autoridades. Yeah. Some type of authority. Yeah. It wasn't just, like, the neighbors. It was actually, yeah. like, authorities. I don't know if it was investigators, police officers, but it was... Yeah. But, like, for instance, yeah. at least in the, in, like, in the States sometimes, or at least, like, from mm -hmm. what I've seen when they when people cover these torts, kinds of situations, they tend to put, like, a little tent or, like cover the body right. or like stop people from like moving around there and like just block the area so they don't see the body it's a so it's a sense of respect for the mm -hmm. victim and the victim's yeah. family right yeah. now the way that you're describing it it's almost like they didn't care that she was laying there dead like no sense of respect for her for her family for her daughter yeah it was almost like a display And this is why it's like so hard yeah. to believe that people think that women don't have any sort of like that we're we're fighting for a, for 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 nothing basically that we all have the same rights when it's like no this woman asked for like a restraining order she left a, a country she was living in and then aparte de eso her body is being displayed to the public after she's brutally murdered by her ex-husband like How much more clear does this understand? I mean, women, and we've seen cases over and over again where, like, women, women's, like, pictures of her, their mutilated body, or, like, their, or, or the fact that they are murdered, like, is being shown throughout the world, yeah. and, and nobody blinks an eye, and yet a man is, like, has, they have the decency to cover him up, or, or, you know do all these shit it's like it's so infuriating to me that this thing it's, still it's happens yeah because it's like una cosa es leer estos reportes um que te lo expliquen en detalles una cosa es leerlo yeah y otra cosa es ver verlo que lo, que they're displaying their body yeah yeah esto like en el caso como de Ingrid Yeah. Right? The way they just displayed her and just put her pictures out there of her mutilated body. It's like, this person was a human, a human. being. Yeah. Like, why would you think that's okay to, to just show her body like this? Like that. Yeah. And it's also for, like, the, even the Mata Viejitas case. Like, mm. 
for her case, I remember that I was uh, uh, I was looking for pictures for her case, and I came across oh, all of the all of the bodies, mm-hmm. all they of these older them. women. Like I saw all of their bodies, the way they were sitting, laying, like the color of their skin, and I like I can't take those pictures out of my head. You can't, no. And mm-hmm. I understand, you know, this is done for like the authorities, but like, yeah, how are these pictures? so openly on the internet like how, do how does people, it help the public yeah, like it doesn't it doesn't no it feeds mm-hmm. this sort of like strange obsession over people and looking at people's you know dead body or whatever it's mm-hmm. it, it's and, and it's very disrespectful to the victim and it's fa- yeah. and their families it's it's horrible it is it is desmarie fue asesinada Le quitaron la vida a una madre trabajadora que salió de una relación violenta para darle una mejor vida a la hija de ambos que tenía tres años. Otra vez una niña se queda sin su madre y su padre. Otra vez una familia se queda con el dolor de perder a su hija y a su hermana. Este fue el asesinato de Jesmarie Rivera Santiago. Ella recibió ayuda de la procuradora la mujer. Aquí ella le dieron las ayudas necesarias. Yo no encuentro que el sistema en la, la parte de ella falló. Aquí yo pienso que el sistema falla de la parte de él. Pero él era un militar, ¿sabe? Los maridos los preparan hasta psicológicamente. Él de momento te hablaba como si todo estuviese bien y de momento se descontrolaba. Ninguna mujer merece morir así. Este país los gobernantes tienen que hacer algo. De verdad que sí. Porque cada día somos más y más ¿sabes? las víctimas, de verdad. Y un papel no aguanta un hombre. And that was the case for this week. Once again, um, it's a very tragic case. Um, I, I, it still baffles me to know that these kinds of crimes are still happening and women asking for just the bare minimum isn't even acknowledged by the authorities or by the Not government enough. officials. Yeah, it's it's horrible. Um, and again, our, our hearts go out to the family of, of Just Money and um, her daughter also. My heart goes out to her because oh, yeah. it's already hard enough to lose one parent. I can't even imagine to losing two. De la forma. Yeah. And, you know, We'll, we'll bring it up again where it's mental health is important um especially people that have gone to you know gone to war or have been in the military or the army or the marines any sort of uh service it's important to look after um our vets and and know what the signs are um so again we we we, we recommend people look for help um, or try to suggest help for those people and and um, hope they get the help that they need because that in itself is, is, is a whole can of worms that I don't think we could f- yeah. fit into this episode. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. yeah, if you see something, say something. And please always believe the victims and don't disregard their feelings, their thoughts, um, or, or, you know, the capability of them to, to come out and, and 
come come out of the fear and, and put these restraining orders against their partners. Um, again, uh, yeah. So uh, our comment sections are open if you want to talk about this case or any of the other cases that we've been talking about lately. Um, we're open to the conversations. We we enjoy reading your opinions on them and and um, yeah, uh, we we just want to talk. Um, and if you want to talk to us on said comments, you could find us on social media and on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok as at SVSM underscore podcast. Or you could find us on Facebook as Abuelitos Macabro Podcast. We should be the first um, page that pops up. So give us a follow, comment. We'll always reply. Rate us. Rate us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Leave a comment. It helps us a lot. It, it you know, we do what we do thanks to you guys. And and if you guys can leave those comments and ratings, that would be helpful. Um, and yeah, if you want to listen to our full discography again, not discography, our full catalog, um, you could uh, go to Spotify, Apple Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Um, we'll be there if you just type in Sobento Samacabra Podcast. And if you want to download the Latina Podcaster Network app um, on your application uh, thingamabob, you just type in Latinas Podcaster Network and um, get your pop out. Type in Sobento Samacabra Podcast and we should be there along with our 70 episodes and this episode. And yeah, um, that's about it. Anything that's else? Fair. Before I forget, um, today, or when this episode is uploaded on May 25th, is actually National Missing Children's Day. It's a day where um, we shine a spotlight on children's safety and also honor and dedicate um, our time to professionals who work tirelessly to protect children all around the country. In the description of this episode, we will also include different organizations that support um, and help families of missing children um, and also places where you could donate. For example, we will include the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children. It is one of the largest private nonprofit corporation who helps find missing children, reduce child sexual exploitation, and prevents child victimization. It also works with family, victims, and private industry, law enforcement, and public assistance to prevent any further children abductions, um, also in recovering missing children, and they also provide services to determine and combat child sexual exploitation. And according to Child Find of America, it is estimated that 2,300 children are missing every single day in the United States. And if you don't have money to donate, just remember that it is also about shining light on children's safety, which could include understanding their online activity, getting to know their friends, their parents of their friends, um, and just be vigilant into their gatherings and like their events that they have going on in their lives and just be present in their in their overall life. Um, also, you know, keep up-to-date photos of your children, keep fingerprints, medical records, dental records, and overall just be aware of what's going on in their life. Um, yeah, that was my little input. Um, Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, you're welcome. And um, yeah, other than that, have a great weekend. 
Yeah, have a long weekend. I know, a long Maybe weekend. You guys have Monday off. I know. I don't because I'm uh, self-employed. But yeah, everybody else have a great long weekend. And um, we'll talk to you guys soon. Yeah, bye. Bye. Stay spooky.